0: From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Thursday, December 16th. I'm Sarah Reif. The Mendocino County Board of Supervisors approved the contract, including a $3 million increase, with the medical provider for inmates at the county jail this week, with the proviso that the contract be amended to include a mental health clinician. Dr. Janine Miller, the head of the county's behavioral health department, agreed to work with NAFCARE, the provider, on those amendments and report back to the board within 60 days. Supervisor Ted Williams asked Miller for her assessment of the mental health care in the current contract.
1: Are we completely in compliance and providing a, st- a level of care that meets standards? Without a mental health clinician and expanding mental health clinical services in the jail, no, we're not. If we are going to approve this contract with adding the clinician, we'll be closer to where we need to be mental health wise. We need the mental health clinician. I do know what I can say is that if we get a report, that there is an individual in the jail that has um, made statements that they may not be getting services. We will usually, either I will reach out to the jail or NAFCare and ask about the individual and try to get an understanding what's been going on with their care or the patient rights advocate for the county will get involved. And so in most cases, I either have staff in there talking with the individual or um, I'm talking with NAFCare in the jail. There has
0: been at least one instance of a former inmate who complained about requesting an assessment and not receiving it. Williams said some of his constituents have told him that they fear retribution if they report problems in the jail. Dr. Amber Simpler, NAFGAR's chief psychologist, told Supervisor Glenn McGordy how the mental health evaluations, as opposed to the briefer screenings at booking, are initiated.
2: So people who are coming into the facility at the point of booking are screened for mental health issues. If they flag positive for current symptoms, a history of mental health treatment, any reported um, issues going on right now, then they are automatically scheduled for a follow-up with a more thorough mental health evaluation that tends to be a comprehensive evaluation
1: and assessment. And what does that assessment consist of?
2: Primarily, it is a uh, clinical interview, but it also is a records reconciliation. So when available and we have historical data, we're able to pull that forward. If they've been in the facility before, we're able to look at prior records that are um, retained within our system. If there are public or community records available, we get a release sign that goes as part of the review. We review for medication history um, using a SureScripts program we previously discussed, but I'm happy to talk about again. And anyone who, after going through that comprehensive mental health evaluation, is in need of additional mental health care, then they would be referred to a psychiatric provider.
0: Miller said that in addition to a mental health clinician, she would need to take a much closer look at the details of the mental health treatment. I've made it clear uh,
1: with NAFCARE and the jail for me to really get on board with their contract. I really need to audit. You know, we need to do audits. Both NAFCARE and the jail have agreed they would be fine with behavioral health doing a quarterly audit, working with NAFCARE and the jail to look at their mental health services, their prescribing practices, and make sure that we all agree with the mental health services that are being provided in the jail. Dr. Jeff Alvarez, the chief medical officer of NAFCARE,
0: added that the National Commission on Correctional Health Care does conduct an independent audit every three years and would be back on site this year. The mental health care portion comprises 17%, or less than a fifth, of NAFCARE's contract. Another 17% is the Jail-Based Competency Treatment Program, which is funded by the Department of State Hospitals. A significant percentage of the inmates are receiving some form of mental health care, Simpler broke
2: down the numbers as of Tuesday morning. We had 305 patients within the facility. 120 of them were currently on antidepressant medication. 111 of those individuals had a mental health evaluation outside of that intake process. So I know that that was one of the concerns that you expressed, is that they weren't being followed up after their intake and that they may have been misrepresenting or not being truthful at the time of intake. So um, a third, more than a third of them had a subsequent follow up for mental health evaluation outside of that booking process. Um, And we know that about 58 individuals in that facility were on antipsychotic medication. We do recognize that that is the first course of treatment for schizophrenia spectrum disorders. So you're looking at about a sixth of your population who are taking antipsychotic medications. In terms of those who were in segregated housing who presented with mental health concerns, those data show that about 46% of the individuals over the history of our contract who had been in isolated housing um, also had some kind of mental health issue.
0: Williams pressed to find out how many mentally ill inmates are isolated, often without medication. Simpler said deciding who ends up in what kind of housing is beyond the scope of NAFCARE's responsibilities, but they do inform jail staff if isolation is contraindicated. Lieutenant Don Bedner, who works in the jail, did not have statistics on how many people have been placed in isolated housing this year, but that their predicament is discussed at regular meetings.
1: No one's placed on administrative separation for being mentally ill. Persons remain on administrative separation based on their outward behavior, things such as being violent, threats towards others, including staff or other inmates or they may be placed on administrative separation because they have been or or potentially uh, could be uh, victimized in, in a general population setting. So basically our overall goal, though, is to provide a safe environment for staff and for those incarcerated in our facility.
0: With the contract expiring at the end of the year, not approving it wasn't really an option. Williams moved approval of the amended contract through the end of 2022,
1: and direct Dr. Miller to coordinate an amendment to provide uh, mental health services at an appropriate level of care and review mental health patient statistics and report back to the board within 60 days.
0: The motion passed unanimously. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News podcast wherever you get your podcasts.